Welcome to Tunes and Tumblers by Atwood Magazine. Listening to music is more than an auditory experience. Tunes and Tumblers explores the way our senses mingle by pairing new and classic albums with cocktail and mocktail recipes. We invite you to bring out your inner mixologist as we approach the music we love from a unique, immersive, and thoroughly delicious perspective. So put up your feet and enjoy a cold one on us. I'm your host, Anthony, and I'm coming to you live from the inside of the first LA blizzard in 30 years. It is a subarctic. 50 degrees Fahrenheit here, which means I'm wearing so many coats that I can't put my arms down just like that kid from A Christmas Story. Please pray for me and send care packages filled with hats, scarves, hand warmers, and Topo Chico to get me through this frigid hell. Please avoid the frostbite responsibly. And yes, I am sipping cocktails to warm me up here, but drinking alone is a sad, sad business, so I rescued somebody trapped in the freezing rain who is considering going Donner Party on her friends, and she is... Kaylin, your cocktail artist. And our guests today are half of an electropop foursome hailing from San Diego, California, which I hear is under a blizzard warning this weekend as well. They met after a successful bout of catfishing on a musician networking website and an online songwriting collaboration soon morphed into an IRL project. Their first single, Girls Your Age, caught national attention when they sent it out on cassettes in plain manila envelopes to the consternation of mothers everywhere and anyone who's seen a serial killer movie. But any publicity is good publicity. It went viral when it was tweeted out by Katy Perry and our king, Harry Styles, which led to writing collabs with industry hotshots like Dream Lab, Andrew Dawson, and Sam Hollander, among many others. They've opened for the likes of 21 Pilots, Laney, Dua Lipa, and Joywave, gained accolades from The Guardian, Flood, and Billboard, and enjoyed major releases off of Epic and Buskin Records before striking out on their own for a string of fantastic new music. And they're here today to talk about some of it and promote their spring tour, which kicks off April 14th. Correct. Sure does. Tunes and Tumblers fam, please welcome Sarah McTaggart and Judah McCarthy of Transviolet to the pod. Thank you. You've pronounced our names right. And that was like a really good bio. I wanted to steal that so I don't have to write one again. That was amazing. (laughs) You got to thank Lily. She's the she does most of the legwork and I just sit here and put it together. But yeah, thank you both for joining us today. I'm really excited that we get to do something inside while it is just raining cats and dogs. But first, we need to break the ice a little bit. What has everyone been listening to lately? I've really been liking, I'm going to probably butcher her, her name pronunciation, but Chappelle Rowan, that song Casual is like on my repeat. Really, really like her. Also Jake, but it's like Jake with a the v. v. Really cool. I love, I've been really into him. The SZA, the new SZA album is so oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Did you see the opening of her SOS tour? No. That somebody just posted a reel on Instagram about it. There's like this backdrop of the ocean behind her and she's like sitting on a diving board and then she dives off, but it looks like she splashes into the ocean on the backdrop the and then she just disappears. And I'm like, 
How? What happened? How did <laughs> you? Amazing. How did you do this? <clears throat> magic, Anthony. That's magic. so. She's amazing. Wow. The magic of music. I love special. The one Lizzo. by Lizzo. Oh, yeah. Lizzo. Yeah. yeah, that's really good. I listened to it like five times right after the first time, and it's just nice to have somebody tell you you're special. Mm-hmm. We all need Never get that. Told. We do. I've been listening to this new artist. Well, new to me rather. His name's like Wesley Joseph. It's definitely in like. Kind of like the sad boy James Blake vibe, but more R&B, like more electronic production is really cool. I was listening to that the whole way here. It was perfect for the rainy drive. Ooh, yeah. It was great. So what have I been listening to? Instagram ads are sometimes good. Sometimes they will give you something mm. that you actually really want or really like. And I discovered this band called Modern Love. It's mm. spelled all one word with a period at the end. They are an Irish band. And they are, I would say that they are for fans of the 1975 who are sick of the 1975. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I feel like a lot can relate with that. Yeah, I'm definitely in that space right now. I mean, like, they've only been around for three years, but God, they're just, they're incredible. When their first EP came out, it was very early 1975, like you couldn't distinguish. And now they've kind of moved into more of like this fast paced indie rock vibe, more Arctic Monkeys in there. And their latest single that just came out, Only Ever, Only You, is just straight up just like a 2006 Boys Like Girls song. Mm. Like you, you've really leaned into the emo and the pop punk and they do it really well. They're actually about to start their first North American tour and they're just so adorable about it on social media their label just like gifted them their first vinyls that they're gonna sell on the tour and they're just like this is amazing like Aww. we've never done this before yeah That's so cute it's really awesome. cute mm-hmm. also i love when the internet brings you things you actually like like yeah. like the algorithm just like no, like my, my tiktok algorithm is like been on one lately about showing me I new got music. some cute overalls once because they were just on it yeah, they like it's not, it really is getting to know me. Like I discovered this band Half Alive on TikTok. Oh, I love them. That song like Did Did I Make You Up is so good. Like mm-hmm. I have it on all of my playlists right now and their choreography is just so addictive. Like every time they make a video, I'm like they, they get me every single time. Like it's I just watch it to completion. They're so good. So to hit back to Anthony's The 1975, I discovered this hyperbolic pop duo from manchester they're fun they're quirky they're weird and they're called push baby oh and yeah they, they I, did yeah. a song <laughs> called the 1975 and it's basically them I talking about that. a girl who loves doing cocaine and listening to 1975 that's that's amazing i'd love to release a whole album of just every song title other artists <laughs> another names. band oh, yeah. that'd be genius song, actually song one is just rihanna <laughs> <laughs> i love that oh my gosh <laughs> I want to write a song called Lana Del Rey. And it'll oh, just be a song about good. my love for Lana Del Rey. I'm surprised Lana Del Rey doesn't have a song called Lana Del Rey. Just tributes to all Armani the artists yeah. like. With yeah. that song Billie Eilish that's everywhere. Oh, yeah, oh my yeah, gosh, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, fun fact about uh, Push Baby. They used to be a boy band called Rixton back in like... I feel like I heard yeah. that name. Me and My Broken Heart. That's the name of the yeah, song. That, that was like a big familiar. pop hit back in the day. But then they like split up or something and became Push Baby. I like them a lot. They've got a lot of early 2000s, late 90s, like Backstreet Boys vibes mm-hmm. in there. It's oh, definitely boy band, boy band vibes. Yeah. When I first listened to it, I was like, are we going back like to the early 2000s? This is tight. You know, the one guy has his hair parted in the center and it's mm. kind of like that style that Bleach I remember tips. so well. 
full denim suit. Yeah, you need the bleach yeah. tips and the like whatever this hairstyle was that was like <laughs> only up in the front. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was like. Oh, you mean the hairstyle that every boy that had literally in eighth grade? Every, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It was Myself like you bleached included. the tips and you wore your like studded belt and your Osiris shoes. And oh, like yeah. that's what <sighs> was, that were Etnies. It was always like one of the two. It was like that was Shoes that were wider than they were long. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you just like shoes. exclusively wore like Volcom and <sighs> like all like skater brands. Like whether or not you skated, like that was just the cool thing to wear. You're so reading cool. me so hard right now. It Dude, was, so it was cool. all of us. That was just like yeah. that and was the baggy the, jeans yeah. thing too. Like your 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 legs are spread so far apart just to keep your pants up. Yeah, totally. Because mm-hmm. the studded belt is just for looks. Exactly. Listeners, do you want to hear more of what we've had on repeat? Go onto Spotify and find our YBLT playlist. YBLT stands for What Have You Been Listening To? But fans of the show know that we've really leaned heavily into the BLT aspect of it. Mm. So the image on the playlist is some kind of sandwich. You'll know it when you find a sandwich. <laughs> but that it is this very eclectic playlist full of things that Drew likes, that I like, that Kaylin likes, that Lily likes, that Eric likes. And if you want a little chaos in your life, please go check it out. Also, if you're an artist, please send us your stuff on Instagram. We will add it to the playlist. We've done it before. We will do it again. We love blasting new and emerging artists. So check it out, please. And thank you. But we have more tunes that we need to listen to. And of course, delicious cocktails. Yes, tumblers to drink. Sarah, Judah, did you bring anything to show our bouncers so we can get you into this bar? He's so, not picky. He'll take almost anything. We brought a shared ID, which is a very normal thing to do. Well, actually, brought another one too. But you, the, yeah, oh, okay, never mind. Too. So I brought one of the original cassettes <laughs> that I wasn't. I didn't know that you were going to mention. Uh, it's one oh. of those things. It's been sitting at my desk for what? This has been nine years, ten years. Correct me if I'm wrong, but basically the story is we got a list of names and addresses through uh, one way or another, and we <laughs> through kind of shady means that yeah. were not. Definitely uh, not illegal. Liberty to discuss. Yeah. But um, yeah, we <laughs> the mailed elementary a bunch of school yearbook from your, your local, <laughs> exactly, local school that district. Was it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yellow pages. Ever heard of it? <laughs> <laughs> There's oh, a lot that, of ways to that get used addresses. To be, that used to be my booster seat at oh, restaurants. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> yeah. Those things. You're good. Uh, but anyway, so we, we mailed the, the manila, manila envelope, like you said, and just totally unaware of the fact that that could be scary. Um, <laughs> just that receiving was, that that was a literal plot of saw <laughs> and like it was right when we were launching the band too so we were like well you know no one cares about our faces so we weren't posting who we were online was that before like, the anthrax scares no, no that was, was, it was <laughs> after yeah no. so, so y'all were just batting for a thousand i mean it worked out and i i don't know it's something i'm really proud of it's something that comes up just very randomly at shows like somebody will have one especially cassette, yeah if we're opening for another random artist in you know either a different country or a different state that like why would someone here have this and then they show up what was it 2000 i think we mailed out yeah we 2000 and people too it's like become this like fun memorabilia thing like I was talking to someone at one of the last shows and they were like we heard that there's a cassette and like I think I found one on eBay and I'm like <laughs> gonna I'm buying one for my niece for her birthday and like if I get it can I bring it to the next show and you'll sign it I was like yeah sure if you want to yeah. <laughs> gonna do all that that's but, awesome yeah I just love when they pop up I, I'm one of those people that save like everything from the band like I try to save one of every merch item like I've, I've literally taken signs from our green rooms at like festivals we played and then next month you're gonna open up a new storage facility and, yeah and it's just gonna be all of your yeah your closet full of it I actually do puzzles on one of our transviolet signs I have I have <laughs> a whiteboard of the checklist of everything we need to record for our first album that was never released actually mm. um but yeah, that's you what... don't have a hoarding problem, do you? I, I kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> kind of do. 
<laughs> Just don't bit. let don't let the piles fall on you. That's all we ask. <laughs> if you need to get some help, there's people that can help I you. I know. And we might get to that point, but we'll see. <laughs> Not quite yet. The band's got a lot more uh, memorabilia to make first. <laughs> so Sarah, you said you brought something else. I do. Else. Yeah. I have this hand-drawn birthday card my friend <gasps> made for me and it's a flying squirrel because that's my uh, volleyball nickname because I am like a, fl- a flying squirrel on the beach volleyball court and so um, it's like so sp- yeah it's very special and I got it my- yesterday is my birthday actually happy, happy birthday. birthday thank you thank you yeah so she made this for me and yeah I really love it you know I've also seen the flying squirrels there on stage too yeah. before absolutely I've seen that, that flying squirrel vibes yeah. flying my right towards Kay me made that for me she's like one of my volleyball partners in crime and i'm hoping to make it to the avp one day you know i'm like mm. we believe in i'm you. a good like foot shorter than anybody on the avp and also about 20 years older than everybody on the avp <laughs> but like i feel like i still have a shot you know if i just follow really, your dreams Sarah. i gotta really sure believe, yeah i'm gonna quit trans violet to to be a pro volleyball player mm-hmm. <laughs> well you know if a dog can play basketball yeah. Then, hey exactly true. there's no rule that's <laughs> yeah the Air, dog can go to college Airbud yeah. is evidence that i'm going to be in the avp and that's all i have to say about this so. that's the tag that we're putting underneath <laughs> yeah. the, the show description that's all it is my manager we were so stoked about that <laughs> like great <laughs> thanks for promoting the tour and the album well perfect i mean those ids <laughs> seem to work we're here in the bar and I, I really want drinks but first we need to put on some music and Eric isn't here, but he left me the keys to the jukebox and a note on a cassette that says, play me. So we're going to do that really quick. We are listening to the new album, Body, by Transviolet, which is coming out on March 24th. Oh my gosh. So we get a preview here right now at midnight. How lucky, how lucky is the final song that's yes. coming out. Yes. And oh man, I got a pre-listen to this and I it's was kind so of good. just blown away. Oh, yeah. Thanks. There's just this vivid and tactile lyricism to this song. It's like as a listener you can just reach into it and touch wild overgrown ivy and cotton candy blue sky that you're singing about. And I think like that's the point. How many times have we just been rushing from place to place that we completely miss everything that's blurring around us? Like we're too busy and how lucky is all about slowing down it's like this brisk fresh breath of air like i can feel just like how refreshing it is by listening to it it's an amazing song and i think it caps off this album perfectly and i'm really excited to talk about it but first we need a drink kaylin what is on the sandwich board today so today i have a crashed breath of fresh air so what I've done is I've taken tequila and Malibu rum, coconut no. rum, and I basically turned it into like a lemonade kind of a drink. I put lemon juice and pineapple juice, and then I plopped in a lemon popsicle, and then, because life gets, life gets so crazy and sometimes wrecks, but at least you still have a popsicle to eat while you're there. And so we've got an inverted umbrella with a wedge of pineapple and a cherry oh my gosh i wanted something that was going to be in line with your flavor profiles that you liked but also that kind of embodied that sort of fresh perspective and freshness and brightness of your music and and just the sort of melting into one another kind of a vibe that this album has each song just sort of continues on it's all connected and it's it's it just reminds me of sitting out in the hot sun on a, a summer day with my melting popsicle getting all over my hands. I love it. And it's, yeah, it's absolutely delightful. So thank you. And remind me what it's called again, Kaylin. 
It is called a crashed breath of fresh air. A so crashed breath of fresh air. Say that 10 times fast. Nope. I <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Listeners, if you want to make Physically one for yourself, impossible. as always, we have the full recipe in the episode description. So go ahead, mix one up and join us. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. Podcast listeners, Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com pantheon. Buyraycon.com pantheon. Is that a clink? Wow. Jingle bells. That's clink.mp3. <laughs> That's clink.wave. Oh, clink.mp3. Can we get the flack file for Here's that? clink.mp3. <laughs> Classic. I love it. So I kind of want to go back to the beginning a little bit. I love that your name comes from a Charles Bukowski quote. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about why that, that, that like spoke to you so much? I mean, I think it was kind of out of desperation of just like, what the heck are we going to call this project? We'd already been called multiple things and kept changing the name. And we all just sat down in the living room of our like band house at the time and just had all kinds of books on the floor, like encyclopedias and poetry books. And the one that kind of leapt out at us was When the Violets Roar at the Sun by Charles Bukowski. And it, yeah, the the poem just really spoke to us on like a soul level. And it's like, oh, the inviolate is a really cool mm-hmm. word. We love the idea of this balance of blue and red, the masculine and feminine coming together. Mm-hmm. And we love this idea of transcendence and, and kind of um, looking at everything through this this lens, kind of like above everything. Um, so yeah, that's where the name came from. It was just a word we we made up from this Charles Bukowski quote. Yeah. Do you remember this? Do you remember the actual poem, Judah? It's like I feel like I kind of remember it, but not, not really. Not by heart. But I like, know the book it's in. They, it's like something like, they've got us in a cage, ruined of grace and senses, and the heart roars like a lion at what they've done to us. 
I was like, whoa, yeah. that's really cool. Like, I, I feel that. <laughs> I feel that feeling. So I now the band that. is called Transviolet. <laughs> So yeah, Lily actually hunted down part of the quote. Um, she said that it goes, they've got us in a cage ruined of grace and senses and the heart roars like a lion at what they've done to us. So you've got it pretty Dang. much. Yeah. I, at one point I did have it memorized. I wasn't recall. sure how yeah. memorized I had it anymore. But yeah, I guess it's stuck, it's stuck in there. Yeah. It's a very impactful poem. Thank you, Lily, for making me sound smart, as always. <laughs> But the way you landed on a name reminds me a lot of when I was in college and I was like making a stupid web series with my friends and we did kind of the same thing. We're like, what the heck do we call our stupid web series about like four guys who live together? And we just <laughs> grabbed two books yeah. and like we spun to a thing and one of us pointed at a random word and then the other person did the same thing and pointed to a random word and it just, it was perfect. Like we yeah. had like a yeah. light bulb moment. Make I you think, know. When you know, you yeah. know. You know, yeah. that's how I name these drinks, right? I just take whatever last <laughs> comments that you made and add add something to it so it doesn't sound totally unoriginal. Mm. Are you using, gonna, are uh, using uh, ChatGPT to name all these things? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't like holding people prisoner to my needs, except sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I actually I wanted to ask because I don't know that everybody in this room noticed noticed this, but in Devils. Uh, you, you make a reference to Chief Keith. That's that shit I don't like. And I think that was like completely accidental, but that's cool. I don't even know who that is. So <laughs> the song came out in like 2012 and, uh, it was on their album once upon a time in 2012, the year the world ended. And I remembered my brother was obsessed with the song and he would just say that to me all the time. He'd just be like, that's that shit I don't like. That's that shit I don't like. And so when I heard that song, I was just like, caught off guard a little bit. I was like, wait, where did this come from? Well, so Sarah's just funny. modest. She's the biggest chief. <laughs> she has a chief actually, yeah. chest tattoo. Yeah, I'm covered up right now. You can't see it. Low-key yeah. stan. Low she just doesn't yeah. really want that out. So... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mm. <laughs> take that out we got to keep it on the dl yeah yeah don't tell anyone mm. that's a really good uh oh my god why am i just having one of these days my brain is just, just not be like that it's snowed. Just... it snowed too close to us Anthony. yeah, yeah things are rain, all fucked here it's the like power went out, out last night it's wet it outside mm -hmm. la is cold like we don't we're not we're not in our environment right now mm -hmm. i have to reset the clocks all around my apartment because the power went out <sighs> multiple times right oh while i was working on stuff too i was being productive and the power was just like nah kaylin go back on the couch <laughs> finish <laughs> making the cocktail <laughs> finish mixing mm. i want to talk a little bit about body it still isn't out listeners but you can listen to most of it right now yeah. on spotify and one thing that really stuck out to me is uh, it's a pretty interesting experiment so you started with a feeling and you kind of chased it down musically. Can you talk a little bit about how that kind of morphed for you, how that came together? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I've, I grew up feeling really unsafe in my body. And this album is me learning how to feel not only safe, but um, feeling joy, feeling playfulness, feeling power in my body. And um, yeah, that's that's the sound you're hearing of just that that journey over like the course of six, eight months. So now you feel hot as fuck. I feel hot as fuck. <laughs> no, I think I think the thing um, if body is proof of anything, it's that healing is not a linear process. It's very mm. like up and down. And there's like moments in this process where I'm like, I did it. I'm completely healed. All my trauma is resolved. And then I'm just immediately like humbled 
when I'm hit by something else and just put right back a square one. And like, that's, that's the truth, right? That like healing is just this like lifelong journey where you just keep having to meet yourself with compassion and um, understanding and curiosity. And uh, that's just what I set out to do in this album was just to like get in the studio and whatever feeling was there just to meet it and honor it in the most authentic way. Um, I think the best way to kind of put that into context is like every other album I've been a part of, it's been how I, what I thought. And this album is like how I felt or how I feel right now. Um, and yeah, it's like, it's something, even when I try to put it into words, it starts to feel very like <laughs> abstract and out here, uh, but it's something you just kind of have to listen to. And I think you'll, you'll like get it. Um, and I think when people hear, you know, the, oh, this is an album about healing, they might think that that looks like some girl, you know, running and like dropping to her knees and crying in the rain. And, mm. and sometimes healing looks like that, but sometimes healing looks like twerking in your kitchen while you're making breakfast. And that's what this album is too. You know, mm -hmm. there's, there's days where I'd showed up and I felt hot as fuck and I'm writing about that. And then there's other days I felt, you know, just completely numb and detached and in despair and, you know, run towards the monster comes out. And um, the other days I came in and just felt, blind rage <laughs> and wrote destroy 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 and um yeah so that this album has just been an, an exercise in that of really trying to just show up and um find whatever feeling i was feeling and create melodies and textures and colors around that feeling um to to take it out of just um something abstract and, and put it into something concrete and that's been a really healing process um even in creating the album cover and creating the visuals, uh, we collaborated with um, one of my closest and best friends, Taylor Lewis, and uh, she had the brilliant idea of creating a symbol for each of the songs. And so each of the songs, um, the single artwork has been those symbols. And then for the album artwork, we took those symbols and created temporary tattoos and actually put them on the place of, in my body where the song started. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Mm. And then photograph that. And then we're actually going to have the tattoos available for people to like have <gasps> for merch so and stuff cool. too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been like this really... Um, it's been really healing. And even in like taking, even in like shooting the album cover, it was again, this like exercise, like in embodiment <laughs> where I, I feel like, um, this album has kind of been there for me in my own healing journey. And I, you know, I'm sitting there about to like shoot this, this cover and like, you know, wanting to get across this feeling of feeling embodied and comfortable in your own skin. And I'm had my makeup done and I'm cutting out the tattoos to like put on my body and we have like 20 minutes to go and I felt myself getting so anxious and like flustered, like you got to cut this faster, you know, and uh, I had to kind of talk myself down off the edge like, hey, it's OK. We're going to we're going to get these tattoos cut out. <laughs> It'll be fine. Uh, you're going to put them on your body. You've already practiced doing this. It's going to be good. Uh, but it's like each step of the way through this album, these songs have kind of been there for me in a way um, that has like helped me heal myself. And even like as it's been really interesting and kind of magical, like the release schedule of these songs too. like each song has kind of come out at a time that I needed it personally, mm. like where it's like the, the work that I had to do in promoting the song, like helped me heal in a way too. That's been really cool. Like even like the song naive that just came out, it was like, we decided it'd be really cool to kind of like go back and like use found footage um, of just like our early days and stuff. And even just looking back at all that old stuff, it, it kind of like reminded me of that like early passion and excitement I had at the beginning of this project. And it's, it's something as like, I kind of needed that shot of inv invigoration to kind of get past those like 
jaded feelings or negative feelings about god this industry is just yeah. such a fucking nightmare sometimes I've, I've, been exper- I've actually it's it's funny i i've related so much to this album in general lately with shifts that i've had in my career and i'll have one day where i'm like okay i can sit down at my computer i can just bang out a bunch of work yeah and then the next day i'm just inundated with why am I here? What am I doing yeah, this for? What's my so purpose? Real. And it's like yeah. just this this sort of organic shift in your mood and how you can go from feeling very, very confident and high in your career, like nothing can hurt me. I'm hot as fuck to, yeah. oh my God, everything just came crashing down and I want to just fuck off and yeah. go. I don't have anything to say. Nothing else. I'm doing is yeah. valuable. Yeah, no. And I think that's just like a really natural cycle in the creative process. and. Um, not even like just specifically for people like in arts, but I think we're all creative, you know, and I think that that's just a natural cycle. And um, I'm learning to be kinder to myself in the parts of the cycle that do feel like things are withering away or dying, you know, like just like seasons, right? Like in the spring, everything grows and then in the winter, everything kind of decays and goes away. But like you need that decay. You need things to die in order for new thing for new growth mm-hmm. to happen. And um, but when you're in those uh, seasons where things are decaying or um, dying, it can feel really painful and you, you want to hold on to it. And you want to resist against that. And um, I think my goal personally is to get more and more comfortable in those seasons as well. It's where it's like, hey, like this is OK. And if I just want to kind of sit here and cry or like not do anything or just, um, you know, kind of be a loaf on the couch for a few days and like that's what I need, like then that's what I need. Even like you said earlier, how, you know, sometimes revisiting past memories can sort of give you that extra push to yeah. to get through whatever you're going through. I, I had some things happen in my early 20s that there a lot of people wouldn't be able to get through easily. And at the time I had just started school, I was fresh, young and just moved out to L.A., and then everything just kind of crashed down. But through all of that and through some of the things I was revisiting, I found that even then, even when I was going through something that was so seemingly insurmountable, I made it through and I can remember making it through and being here now, I can say, I made it through that hard thing. And there's other hard things that'll come up that may not be as hard as that or that are harder that I can probably still fight through. And make the most of that situation and use it for motivation to better my life. Mm-hmm. And that's that's something that's hard, though. I mean, when you look at your past pain, a lot of times it's easier to just sit there and cathartic cry for 10 hours. But sometimes you need it, though. Yeah, it's like both. I think it's like feeling it, like really feeling it through. I, th- I don't think there's any way like around trauma. There's just like you just have to go like like through it, like head we, on. Yeah, we like talked, you have to like really feel it. We we talked about this last week, um, or I guess two weeks ago for you listeners, but um about how the way that arrows are pointed, like you can't pull them out because yeah, yeah you, you have, have to, to push, push them through. all That's the way. That's such a good through. analogy. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's such a good analogy. Yeah, and um there's uh, a modality of uh therapy called acceptance and commitment therapy that's basically about the only way through your trauma, your pain, your grief is to go through it. Yeah. And like the more you avoid it, the longer it'll stick around and you will be less and less um, equipped to handle it. Yeah. And I, I just I have that has spoken to me so much since I learned about it. Yeah. I mean, it's something you have to, I think, experience for yourself because it's like I'm definitely the kind of person that tries to like think my way out of my trauma. 
like cerebralize Same. and pathologize everything. <laughs> I'm like, oh God, I have to feel my feelings. Like, don't, no, I don't want to. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, as, as I've continued on this journey, it's like, yeah, that, that is kind of the only thing that really works in actually moving through it. And the more you try to like think your way out of it, make it cerebral, put words around it, it just kicks the can down the road. At the end of the day, right. you just kind of have to feel it through. Yeah. yeah. I think sometimes even revisiting those past, past painful moments and just being there with those feelings, getting more comfortable yeah. with it. You know, you've experienced that pain and got through it already. So if you revisit it, it's not just opening an old wound. It's sometimes paying respect to a lost self even. Totally. You know, because every, every experience you go through, you come out of it as sort of a, a renewed person, a different person. Yeah, you're, like you're the being seasons. You're reborn kind like of. Sarah yeah. was saying about the seasons, yeah. Well, exactly. I think too, like there's, part, there's points in our life where like a traumatic experience happens and for whatever reason, you know, maybe it, it's because the environment you you were in wasn't safe or you didn't have the tools, but like you, you weren't able to like really feel feel it through completely at the time. So you use whatever mechanism you could to just survive the event. So that might mean you dissociated or you um, used substances to like numb out, like whatever it was like you and none of these things are wrong. Like there's nothing like amoral about those or there's nothing yet yeah, moral or amoral about those things. It's completely just um, it's just what happens. It's a coping mecha mechanism we use to survive. Mm -hmm. um, but at the end of the day, you will have to experience those feelings to like let them leave your body. Otherwise, they just stay trapped in your body. And like that's that's like kind of what inspired this whole album was like I've you know been working with this new therapist and I was like, wow, this is like really impactful to like be able to um, take these experiences. I had these these traumas that I've been through and not not let them just completely overwhelm and overtake me but taking them from that very unevolved brainstem part of the brain and bringing them into the frontal cortex part of your brain where you're actually able to like give them colors and textures mm -hmm. and um and and words and symbols and and make them give them a home that's not just like Com like you know completing uh, um just re like wreaking complete ha uh, chaos and havoc in right. my body you know mm -hmm. give them another home <laughs> i say this yeah, a lot to people i always say you know we were raised by people who were raised by people who were raised by people mm -hmm. had that had no idea what they were doing mm -hmm. and when we, when i think about it you know sometimes i get angry that why didn't I have these tools? Why wasn't I given a better chance? Why wasn't anybody given well, so, a better chance? And they just chance? didn't know. But they didn't have the tools. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that now future generations are starting to really get into feelings and get into therapy. I mean, this this whole I'm not going to I'm not going to reference it too hard, but the experience that a lot of us had over the last couple of years was traumatic and mm -hmm. it sort of forced us to look in on ourselves and look in at those things that are really causing turmoil inside and making it harder for us to live life. And I think that when we accept that no one really has the tools, but we can now as adults that are aware that we didn't have tools, reach out and get those tools that we need to be better the next time. Also, uh, we should also just at the end of the day, accept that we're going to fuck up our kids. We're just going to fuck oh, up yeah. our kids in different <laughs> oh, ways. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Our children are going to have the exact same conversation. Yes. Absolutely. Us, yeah. My, yeah. my pugs are definitely going to be fucked up <laughs> yeah. forever. I'm I'm like, my, my, my children can't talk because they're cats, but like if they could, they totally <laughs> would have things to say. Wait, your cats don't meow? I mean, yeah, they do, but cats have cats have tood. Yeah, they do. <laughs> I mean, so do pugs. Oh, to be yeah. Fair. Pugs don't pugs bite. They judge. Tood. That'd be a great shirt. You can see that shirt at Walmart. Pugs, pugs, have, pugs, have, pugs have, have tood. 
Sorry, so dude. I, told you, I interrupted you. What were you gonna say? Uh, something stupid. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> you two are talking about trauma, and yeah. Judah and I are trying to like insert jokes no, here. No. <laughs> insert someone's fart a joke someone's here. Someone's bring I, some levity. I was just listening. I had nothing to add. You guys were nailing it. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're kind of coming up to the end of the interview portion, but there's one thing that really stuck with me about naming this body and about how, like you were saying each song started with a different feeling and you kind of chased it down. Yeah. Some days you're feeling really angry and want to cry. Some days you're on top of the world. Some days you're somewhere in between. I'm thinking about how different parts of your body have different functions and yet they all coalesce into one complete person. And I think the, the metaphor of that is just beautiful. Like Yeah, that we can hold space for all of those things. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting you bring up like the name too because it was like it when we've when I first came up with the name body, it was just kind of as like a concept, like placeholder thing. Like it, I think it first started when we came up with the song, destroy, destroy, destroy. And it was like very clear. I was like, Oh, this is feeling is like this feeling in my solar plexus. And it starts out as this like tight grippy thing. And then it's fiery. And then I just like, Oh, it just comes up my throat and I want to scream. And like, I just, it was such a, it was such a visceral like feeling and it had a, like almost like immediate shape. I knew it was a dagger. Like I knew what it was. And, um, it reminds me of the Daleks. The, from, from <laughs> are you making a Doctor Who reference? Yeah. <laughs> but their their sole purpose is just destroy, 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 destroy. destroy. Oh yeah, nice. <laughs> that's it. They just must kill all that are not Dalek. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, like I. So that's like kind of where I started with the name body, and then um, we ended up. I ended up writing Run Towards the Monster actually like a little bit later, and then I was like, that actually that's the name of the album, Run Towards the Monster. Like that's mm. the thing. Like we're facing our fears are facing our monsters and I was kind of talking to my friend and collaborator Taylor who did all the visuals for the album too and I was like yeah I think the the name is like run towards a monster and she was like I don't know man like body there's something really cool about body and how like even just saying that word makes you drop into your body mm-hmm. like how it's almost this like spell you, like, like immediately like you're just like in your body and I was like whoa that is really cool and like maybe I should maybe we should just keep it as mm-hmm. body and like so yeah it was it's just one of those things where I was like yeah that's then the second she said that I was like yeah that's it it is body you're right and listening to it, we have one more song that needs to come out. But listening to what exists, the the flow is incredible. And you, you cover this wide um, array of genres as you're going through. Like there's some hyper pop. There's like a little bit of like post hardcore in there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's some sound SoundCloud rap. Yeah. And yeah. it all fits together in, in this way where I talk a lot about how we're in a post genre music culture yeah but i think there's a difference between being eclectic and um disconnected and being able to integrate all of that Mm. again we are multitudes right right and i think i mean that the reason that album feels so cohesive is like because of like mike who's you know um he's not here today but like he did a really good job of kind of making everything sonically flow together it was it was a concept we discussed early on of like, you know, if this album is called Body, we want everything to be connected and flow together like a body. And even though these songs are very different and serve different purposes and functions, kind of like how organs in the bodies do, they all need to be connected and flow together. And it was it was kind of a thing like as I was writing the songs, I was like, oh, God, good luck, Mike. Like this is I don't know how we're going to tie these ones together. But, you know, he did a really good job of of doing that. And um, yeah, like there, it's it's now one of my favorite parts of the album is like those interludes. Mm, yeah. um, it's really I feel cool. like also hearing the songs with those interludes that he made, like I connect them yeah. better now too. Totally. Like when I hear Devils and Hot AF next to, you know, uh, Love and Power, I'm like, yeah, they fit. 
Yeah. I know I didn't at first. The first time you showed us doubles, I'm like, how? How are we going to put this I together? Loved it. Don't yeah, get no, wrong, but same. I, like, I, I had don't the same know. fears. <laughs> and now, like, yes, it is the exact, it is the same body of work. Like, mm-hmm. I see yeah. them as very together. Totally. And, like, when you hear those interludes, ludes too, it makes things, um, like make sense emotionally too like yeah. the flow of like destroy 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 into or is it love and power yeah love and power into destroy 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 mm-hmm. um it's like you can hear that that the trauma of mm-hmm. a sexual assault turns into rage and like that but that's how you come out of that yeah. like you you take that hurt and that pain and that confusion of that experience and you form it into rage and you find your power through that rage and that's kind of like the only way through that mm-hmm. um so you know whenever i hear that transition now whether it's you know me just listening back to the album on my own or when we're on stage performing it it's like it makes me very emotional still you know Mm -hmm. it's just like like i literally feel my heart change like with rhythms from like bpm from one song to the next especially when we're playing live too like i feel like normally in between songs i'm like okay change this patch like if you run to my guitar pedal blah 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 blah, whatever but this song like these songs it's more like i'm changing mood you have to like mentally prepare there's actually research being done on that right now about um being able to god what is it called it's gonna come to me as i'm talking about this but it's using music to induce a certain emotional state Mm. before therapy Mm. so yeah music synchronization like you use music to drop somebody into their body into Mm. a particular feeling so that you can work through it Mm. and this is like of this is frontiers work like this is cutting edge like there's these are researchers who started publishing in like 2021 and i just think like that's really exciting to me fucking zoomers yeah because exactly (laughs) they're all 22 years old yeah (laughs) this is the fresh crop of new Mm -hmm. researchers fresh out of school how to change the world (laughs) but that's exactly what you said judah about Mm. how listening to a certain song can just like hit you emotionally and um you know music and smell in particular yeah are like they bring you back like you can mm-hmm. feel where you're you transported were. yeah sure. it's transported yeah. Exactly. i mean and i feel like I, i'm almost positive i can speak for sarah saying this but that's how we listen to music growing up too like mm-hmm. i i mean whether i was trying to match my mood or change my mood music was absolutely transportive as growing up like it, it would ch- put me in like a different place entirely or it would uh just make me feel very okay with the place i was in yeah it's like trans music can be so transformative or cathartic and both of those things are i think really important i mean i remember listening back to when we finally did kind of finish this album with all the transitions and i was like just laying in bed with my headphones on listening to it and like by the end i was kind of just like you know there there were so many moments where i was like crying and then laughing or like you know almost like shaking with excitement and it was just like oh like i feel like we've really accomplished what we set out to do and like letting this album be a conduit for people to like feel their feelings and like whatever that was you know so it's like i feel like this album kind of has like little pieces of each of those it's like if you want to get mad you can get mad with just destroy 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 if you're like you want to like have a good cry like listen to run towards the monster if you want to like twerk while you're making your oatmeal like listen to hot as fuck you know like there's Mm. so many different um like vibes and feelings in this album but each one of them it's just been something that was so felt um and i hope that this album can be that for for people listening to it. I actually, a number of years ago, actually this is the year Anthony and I met, I was in Europe and I had brought my stepdad's ashes along with me. I don't even know if that's legal to do, (laughs) but I ended up in Germany for a layover and I had planned this whole day out. Uh, We stopped in Frankfurt and this afternoon I traveled to Langen, which is a small town outside of Frankfurt where my stepdad's family had originally lived when he was born. And he passed away very suddenly, and it caught us all by surprise. And I had really struggled 
to get into those feelings. I didn't mm. really ever cry about it or feel, I mean, I, I felt mostly anger and frustration and confusion and dissociative. But when I was there, I was like, no, this is a special moment. I'm going to spread his ashes illegally. I got to do this right. And so I put on this playlist that I still play every year on the day that he passed. Um, and it's all these songs that he used to play in the car when we would go on our family road trips. And immediately when I listen to some of these songs, it just puts me into that sort of reminiscent of all those fun times, all those fun drives, all those fun trips we took. Um, and it, it ends up being a cathartic thing just to sit there in that sadness and mm -hmm. those feelings and really work through that mm -hmm. in that way. Mm -hmm. You know, we've been talking a lot about trauma and loss and <laughs> um, catharsis and working through tough yeah. emotional experiences. So I kind of want to end this interview on an upbeat note. Uh, I know that at one point you said that the person you want to have brunch with the most is Doja Cat. Yeah. So I want to go around the circle and let's put together the ultimate brunch crew. Each of us gets to choose anybody to to come to brunch with us. I'm going to give an answer I regret. I always <laughs> do this. I mean, like, who would you meet in history? I just say some jabroni and tomorrow I'm like, no, <laughs> I got the guy. I know, I know who it is. Also, like, in hopefully in five years, people don't listen to this episode being like, ooh, all right. these people are super problematic yeah, now. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, without a doubt, that's for sure what's going to happen. But. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's problematic. Everyone's problematic in their own way. Mm -hmm. just, just have to give it time. <laughs> some, of us, some of us don't kidnap people and put them in their, in their basement. So Ooh, that's true. That's, that is true. that's where the bar is, that's I think we're doing okay. That's unacceptable. <laughs> yeah, wait, what? <laughs> the, <laughs> Justin Roiland actually did the voice for Lemon Grabs in Adventure oh, Time. Oh, no. And the, they're a character that all they do is shout, unacceptable! <laughs> like really like I, I'm not even doing it right it's are you like, saying Justin Roiland is your person because no, we should snap no, this up I'm, yeah. I'm saying he is unacceptable okay I was making mm. a, a, a throwback to his own words I would say I'd like to brunch with Lizzo to be honest oh, yeah. she oh, yeah. is She'd this person one. of our time that's really making splashes she's using her stage she is this really big voice for people a lot of people that don't have a voice mm -hmm. and you know, Anthony will talk about some of her influences being better than than she is or more I important. I didn't say that. Uh -huh. I said mm -hmm. that we all need to mm -hmm. we, we need to understand where our influences come from. Absolutely. And That's I don't it. I don't disagree I, with that. I like However, Lizzo. Don't twist my words. She is <laughs> she is currently there's this very prolific person in in our world and she is making statements that are getting heard by a wider audience than really most people ever have the opportunity to. Yeah. And, yeah, and sure. you know, she's, she's inspirational. I would love to brunch with Lizzo. And it's right? like, especially as like a, a femme identifying person that like grew up in the like 2000s era of like body shaming and tabloids where they were like, you know, taking pictures of like Lindsay Lohan and Britney Spears and Jessica Simpson and calling them fat when they weighed like 160 pounds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just so refreshing to just like have Lizzo be this person that's just like, I love myself and I think I'm fucking hot. And like, She's you're real. fucking hot too. And like, and it's just, it's so liberating mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. so awesome as a woman just to like see that expansion happening for all of us. Cause it's like, she is embodying that. Like, she's not like, she is the true example of somebody embodying self love. I just think she just wears more rhinestones than anyone else could. <laughs> yeah. That's what I care about. <laughs> the rhinestones uh, are good. Listening to all that, I want to add Carly Rae Jepsen to this oh, brunch crew. Oh, she'd be great. Anthony's yep. been wanting to meet her for a minute. I've met her. Oh, I just yeah. We just haven't like hung out. 
that's we're, we're moving up the ladder. I met you, then we're going to hang out. Five years later. And then you're going to uh, officiate my wedding. Like this is this is how we do. I feel like Cardi B would be like really oh, fun. Oh yes, yeah. she would be so. She'd be fun. like really like she'd get everybody to like dance on the tables and stuff. Heck yeah, mm-hmm. that would be a party. All right, do so we, who's so who's well, your rando? Do they have to be living? No. no, no. I think Mac Miller would be a really cool oh, uh, yeah. brunch mm. guest. I just lo- like when I was like twenty, he was like nineteen, doing like the Pittsburgh. What was it? Black? No, what was his Pittsburgh song? I don't know. It doesn't matter. But I, I just really looked up to him. I lived like a few hours from him. I thought he was so cool. And he's just like the most like neighborhood kid. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I could just talk to him. Yeah. Yeah. This is a really great brunch it's a great crew. Brunch. We should Maybe make Haley, a. We Haley should make Williams. a reservation. I'd love to have Haley yeah. Williams be a part yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Anybody Absolutely. else? Mm. I feel like we need like more lot. like we need a big emo kid energy. Oh. Mm. Um, Kenny Hoopla would be a good person to have at brunch. I think so. I think my drink would go flying, why, though. Why can't yeah. I can't think of his name, the singer of My Chemical Romance. Oh, Gerard Way. <laughs> Gerard, yeah, Gerard yeah, Way. Gerard Way. I almost Gerard said Way. Gerard Butler. <laughs> Gerard Butler. Also a great... Dude, Christina is going to kill you. I know. You're going to be on her... Christina's our, like, photographer slash, like, tour... Co- tour caretaker. Yeah, she's tour our mom. Carer. <laughs> and uh, yeah, she's like the biggest My Chemical Romance fan ever. Yep. She's going to be so disappointed. She really him. is. You're going to be like dead to her. Yep. Mm. Okay. Well, we better move on before we say more things that we regret. Before we, we end up at your black parade. Oh, there we go. <laughs> when I was. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> well, I could probably do this all day, but we have to move on so that this podcast isn't too long for people just going to work. <laughs> like a joe rogan podcast yeah, just hopefully like not talking oh, four no. hours yeah i i haven't um spread misinformation on this pod yet so that's that's pretty <laughs> Maybe good but today's who- the day <laughs> <laughs> but Maybe. what are your opinions on vaccination you want to get into it <laughs> <laughs> okay you know what fun fact when about vaccinations <laughs> no, no, i mean okay so we made one joke in a podcast like in an episode a couple months ago where we said like the 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 CDC says that you can get a little bit of COVID as a treat, and the CDC put a a, a disclaimer on the episode. No <laughs> that this way. is misinformation. Yeah, yeah. I, who was listening? Who at the CDC I, was like, excuse me, excuse me. Yeah, wait. A I love all that have CDC some as a treat. Stuff. One of my favorites was the uh, CDC says you just need to get your fingies wet. <laughs> we might want to take that. all this out because we might get another. No. We have to keep it in. Come on. All right. All right. This is important information we have to share with people. This is like prescient information. This is like, you know, we'll all know um, what time this was from. Exactly. We're all going to remember. Yeah. This is actually we're we're in the middle of the the rebuild rebirth part. Yeah. We're making history right now. Yeah. This is historical (laughs) chats, Anthony. We can't take it out. And I want to make a historical playlist. Who's ready for a round of hashtag mood? Yeah. Hashtag mood. Play it. Hit it. What's 
that is an amazing hashtag mood theme song brought to us by the genius of Jacob Jeffries and Jesse McGinty. But what is hashtag mood, you ask? Hashtag mood is the game we like to play at the end of every show to flex our playlist building skills. What we're going to do is go over to the Tunes and Tumblers inbox where fans of the show, fans of Transviolet, people who just found us on Instagram and shouted at us have sent us messages of what they've been feeling. We're going to take one of those and each of us gets to pick a song to go with it Oof, and we have a, we have a few so if we want to blast through these we yes, can probably we do it knowing um, us though we'll probably talk my anxiety is all time high right now guys it. okay here we go <laughs> this one comes to us from at hudson sear who says that her mood is bad bitch at a party with her ex Ooh, Ooh with the ex yeah with the ex this is tough on the spot um i think i just killed my ex by SZA. Ooh. yes that's a good one Mm. I'm going to do Slip Away by Ryan Ritual, who is half of the band Mating Ritual. That's a good one. It's a new song he just came out with. Oh, man. Where am I at with this? Are you going next, Judah, or am I going? Okay, I got one. Hot as Fuck by Transviolet. You've got time to research. All right. We'll snap you back in. Give me a minute. We got uh, you. How about Away by Kelly Clarkson? <laughs> you were just killing this. <laughs> I got it, guys. Let's, let's oh, go. Half of Kelly Clarkson's discography, really, I feel like could yeah. be used for this. Yeah. Um, Coming Clean by Hilary Duff. <laughs> mm. Obviously. I mean, also, Bitch Better Have My Money. <laughs> oh, yeah. We need some Rihanna. Not, not even the lyrics so much, just the feel of that song. And Unfaithful, Unfaithful mm. by but Rihanna. I would put that in any mood playlist. That's true. Wait, what's the mood again? Is it like is it like bad happy? Bitch at the party. Bad bitch. Yeah, okay. bad bitch at the party with her ex. With her ex. I'd say No One Dies from Love by Tuvalu. Mm. Oh, yes. Dangerous Woman. Why am I having such Dangerous a Woman hard by Ariana Grande? That's one. a good one. Ooh, actually, I've got an even better one that I came that I recently have been listening to a lot. It's Mad Woman by Annika Bennett, and it's basically her talking about like the opposite uh, well, not the opposite. Sorry. It's her talking about You'd have to be a mad woman to love this person. You'd have to be crazy. They're just so bad and toxic. It's just like, oh, toxic by Britney Spears. That's a good one. <laughs> this is super like pop centric. Mm-hmm. Playlist, I love but it pop. works. Okay, toxic by Britney Spears. How about um, irreplaceable by by Rihanna? Irreplaceable. You look so dumb right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one. Mm-hmm. Or um, what's that Beyonce song? To the left, to the left. Everything you own in a box. To the left. To the left. No. No. <laughs> is Should it? be the title of it. That's what is I the call same that song. song. Is this? No, okay, no. Whatever well, that song we could, is. We could ask Alexa to play it and see if she will. Yeah, let's do it. Alexa, play To the Left by Beyonce. Irreplaceable. Uh, it is irreplaceable. Uh, irreplaceable. Yeah. She knows. Yeah. Okay, Alexa, stop playing music, please. <laughs> don't you dare. Can you stop Alexa by saying, Alexa, mm. don't you dare? I got to add one to this playlist, <laughs> right. at least. I'm going to do Freak Nasty by uh, Megan Thee Stallion. Love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, who else? Uh, uh, Super Freaky Girl by Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Love that. Do I need another one? Mm, I don't. I don't think so. Or did we slay this playlist? I think, uh, I think like Thought playlist Shit slayed. by Meg The Stallion as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That and feels pretty good. Chicken ass to my thought shit or on my thought shit. Anything else? Let's let's do another. Yeah. Let's get into let's another, get another one. one. We got it. We, we got another we can do here at Book Is Shrine roller skating. Oh, cute. I'm gonna say "Dreams" by Fleet. Or, mm, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Fleetwood Mac. Love that. I'm gonna do "Xanadu" by Olivia Newton-John because that movie is just really, really weird roller skating. Has no one seen? Am I the only one who's seen "Xanadu"? Oh my god! I'm, no. I'm gonna do um, "Ross Poutine" 
by whoever sings that song. Mm, song that we've all heard on TikTok. Yeah, exactly. Um, roller skating. I'm going to do Drew Barrymore by SZA. Mm. I'm SZA's ride or die. I'm going to do Weekend by Priory because that music video has a roller rink in it where there's somebody just like doing amazing choreography by themselves in a roller rink. So cute. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say "Go to Town" by Doja Cat. Just that song's good vibes for roller skating. And I'm gonna do "Naive" by Transviolet because it feels like yeah. a roller skating song. How lucky is too, but I'm gonna do "Night Fever" by the Bee Gees. Oh, that's good. I've never been roller skating, so what? I don't actually have any songs to. Uh... <laughs> you can imagine. How's a blader, dude? Come on, get real. Well, okay, roller blading, same thing. It's what, the what same. about um, "Dancing Queen" by mm-hmm. Abba? Okay. Abba? Abba? Mm-hmm. Having a really hard time like pronouncing things today. It's the vibes are weird today. Just, I blame the rain and the weather. Yeah. I don't know how to behave. Also, Kaylin, I don't know if you mentioned that what you garnished this with was not just an umbrella, but an umbrella that an has been destroyed. Umbrella. Yeah. yeah, absolutely it's, it's, destroyed. I liked the idea of making it like a shipwreck because you know, even though you've got your your good feelings and your your popsicle melting all over your hand and it's sunny out, you know, shit's still hard sometimes, and your umbrella got fucked from the wind. But at least, yeah. at least we've got popsicles. We have each other. We have popsicles. That'd be mm-hmm. a cool tattoo. An up, fucked up umbrella, upside down. Oh, fucked up. Cool. Yeah, I love that. There was a lot of like clip art because I was trying to figure out what is the name of the cocktail, and I thought it was a shipwreck, but it's actually Trade Winds. Sorry, mm. ah. Trade Winds is the name of the the cocktail where they uh, skewer the fruit with an inverted broken umbrella that looks like it it went through a uh, the L A current we- the current L A weather. Don't fuck with Kaylin. She knows everything about tiki, as you can tell from the bookshelf. I don't know behind everything. Me. Don't don't quiz me, y'all. Kaylin's a tiki expert. I well, just was... I just love I just love good vibes in a place where they don't have sports on the TV. There are no TVs. There mm. are no TVs. Mm. But Respect. some of the best tiki bars actually do have TVs. They just play like movies from the seventies and eighties. Right, mm-hmm. that's great. On like VHS. Oh yeah, I and love a dive yeah. bar that play. Okay, so I used to go to Liquid Kitty uh, in West LA. Before it shut down, sadly, it was this tiny little hole in the wall, cocktail bar, divey as fuck. And <clears throat> they would have a projector playing like basically old burlesque videos and pornography on the wall. Just a little, just, one does. It's like a little bit distracting. That's what, yeah. we, should, get behind it. That's what it, we need it, to do it, in it the Tunes and Tumblers bar. It, it, we do have that, Anthony. We just didn't turn it on today. Oh, yeah. There's a place in LA that still does. Is it the Ab- at the Abbey? One of them still does that. They like play like gay porn the whole time. There's which like sounds in good Hollywood. in theory, but it's actually like is it it's called like the bullet or bullet or something? Oh like yeah, that? maybe that's what I'm thinking. We, of. we went there like eight years ago together. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Huh. That sounds about right. I don't right. know if it's still around. I sounds like to, a fever I dream. I need to check this place out. Make sure it's, you know. <laughs> Make sure it's up to okay. Code. Make sure it's... Oh, it's, it's definitely not up to code. <laughs> well, I, like, I just want to see what they're playing. <laughs> well, listeners, do you have a mood of your own? Leave us a message by calling or texting the Tunes and Tumblers hotline at 626-604-6477 or just drop into our Instagram DMs. We take moods anywhere that you can reach us we love fact, when you drop yeah. into our dms most of all mm-hmm. send us, send us some sexy sexy dms write it on a little piece of paper tie it to a pigeon and release it and somehow it will get to drew's house that's how we do this but unfortunately it's getting to be that time it's last call the bell is ringing closing time by semisonic is playing for the thousandth time it's on every every playlist <laughs> that we have for this show but before we go does anyone have lingering thoughts do y'all have anything that you would like to plug 
Um, yeah, we're going on tour this spring. Spotty the tour. So come check us out. We're coming to a city near you. Um, they are like small, intimate rooms. So don't wait to get your tickets. They are all close to selling out. We get them today. Um, when are you going to be in LA? We're going to be in LA May 26th at the Ooh. Echo. Well, we kind of Hell start yeah. in a, Well, we start, we start in, in Santa, Santa Ana. Ana. Close yeah. enough. So if you April live in LA, 14th, you can make it is the Santa Ana show. I think it's at the Constellation Room. I was about to be like, you're going to make me go to the Constellation Room? I am. Of course we are. I love the Constellation. <laughs> I've never like, been. I actually like love the Observatory and the Constellation yeah. Room. Their sound is really good. And yeah, they- They have good green rooms. Really good green rooms, which is like you how I- way worse. Yeah, that's like how I rank venues pretty much is like my highest- that's like my main priority is like the I would judge based priority. on the snacks in a green room. Yeah, snacks. Well, the that's snacks how are I largely up to us a lot of times because we have the right. Yeah, we choose them. So yeah. if we walked in like, these snacks suck. <laughs> That'd be on like, us. That's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, that's but on you. There's definitely been some green rooms where there's like no doors or like no bathrooms Oh yeah, we've had stuff. to ask for them to put a door on the bathroom before. Yeah. What? Yeah. Which has been really cool. It's always in Florida. That one had, this, <laughs> quick, always in Florida. Last, but then how did the gators follow you in? Yeah, this no. same venue had barbed wire with actual human blood on it because they did like in the green room. local WWE style <gasps> wrestling in yeah, the venue. Just like sitting but there. But like blood on and spikes. And no one cleaned like, it up. Like oh, behind they, the couch. Like the, the, just there. the barbed wire was like wrapped up and like kind of tucked behind the couch. So if you leaned back far enough, yeah. you could like become blood brothers with a person you didn't know. So. Ooh, that that's perk, scary. Florida, you know? baby. Yeah, don't, Florida. Don't don't share sharp objects, y'all. Yeah, don't do that. And with that, thank you for listening to Tunes and Tumblers. Tunes and Tumblers is an Atwood Magazine podcast and a member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Be sure to like the show, Atwood and Pantheon on every platform. Also, please rate and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. It helps us out so much. And if you go into the episode description and scroll to the very bottom, you'll find a link where you can donate directly to us. Every dollar goes to keeping the lights on and getting supplies to make these delicious drinks. Tunes and Tumblers was produced, as always, by Drew Franzblau and researched by Lily Eason. Our theme song is by New New Girlfriend. Our hashtag mood jingle comes to us from Jacob Jeffries and Jesse McGinty. And until next time, cheers. Cheers. Thanks for having us, y'all. I came to destroy, 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 destroy. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. 
FantasyPoints.com. Code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 